So as always, I think we're going to start with a super professional intro here. I've seen the light go red, and I think I'm the first bloke to start talking. So, first, uh, how are you, my friend? I am good. How are you going, buddy? Uh, I am excellent, my friend. Excellent, my friend. And I see a third uh, screen coming across uh, my uh, TV. There, so that there means is we this time, have mate. Here. It's not. Um, it's not your your. Um that voice that you had in your head last week. We we have a, a very special guest all the way from the UK. I hope that's right. Mr. Uh, Cliche. <laughs> it is right. Well done, mate. Well done. And thanks for having us. Cheers, guys. Really appreciate no it. No problem. Uh, yeah, so uh, Colin, was, a.k.a. Cliche of Digital Car Culture. Start, man. That was quite a professional nah, start to a podcast. I did that. Well done, man. We're trying. No, no, we're trying. No mate. professionals around here, mate. Just a couple of blokes that were un, uh, unlucky enough to be able to afford a microphone. And, uh, that's about it. Yeah. So, uh, um, I guess we could either you could either start telling us a bit about yourself, or I can just run through where I met you. So, I've met you out of Charlie Roscoe's uh, Discord, and um, I've seen you post some stuff on my Instagram the other day regarding digital car culture so uh, yeah, yeah. what's that what's that about so um where do i start with that so the, the, the digital car culture then so it's an online magazine for starters so uh it's a bit niche in the sense that i've not come across anybody who's been um doing anything like this any magazines at all and i'm from a generation who was uh brought up as a child in the 80s and the 90s yeah so, me so Max yeah. Power magazine, Fast Car magazine, that they were right in my wheelhouse. So I don't know whether you got those where, where you are, but in the UK, um, Max Power and Fast Car were these magazines for um, for modded cars and the car scene, like cruises, all that kind of stuff in the in the nineties. And yeah. I was having a beer one night, and it just hit me that there's nothing like that for the the grown and emerging uh, like online scene for cars. So I just ran away and I started a magazine. Simple as that, man. Simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. So what would we have? Did you have Street Machine, Ferbs? Were you a Street Machine kind of oh, guy? Oh, what are we? We had uh, Street Hot Machine, fours. Hot Fours, mate. Good old Hot oh, Fours. Yeah. And uh, But, uh, yeah, no, I think, uh, like uh, Colin was saying, um, you don't you don't see uh, sort of the magazine thing happening anymore. So when um, yeah. Inks had uh, found you and uh, I was looking through your uh, you your first issue that has just come out we'll make sure all the links are down below it's a bloody good read mate because i think people have forgotten how to read <laughs> <laughs> i agree man i agree and thank you for that i really appreciate that it's been hard work really hard work uh but yeah you don't see magazines i mean a lot of people really like the the kind of just the instant even now gratification of, of either instagram or twitter tiktok all that kind of stuff and you do have you do have um, areas like GT Planet, Overtake. You've, you've got stuff out there which is happening daily. But what we don't have is that where, you know, it's on a Tuesday and you're thinking, you know what, I'm really looking forward to Friday because my favourite monthly magazine drops. So this is a bit of a, a throwback, a bit nostalgia going on, I think. <clears throat> that was a really good idea. I was, uh, I had a read myself and um, a couple of things in there that I really liked uh, to take us down on our first tangent, I guess, was uh, one of the bits I picked up was uh, digital car cruising, where you yeah. just hang out 
and go cruising. Like I'm a car cruiser from way back. I used to spend every Friday, Saturday, and maybe even Thursday night actually grinding out three to five hours in my car, probably from like 7 p.m. onwards to the a.m.s until you run out of like maybe your second or first tank of fuel. Uh, definitely the first tank, maybe on the second tank of fuel. Yeah. And uh, so I saw that in your magazine, like you're bringing that to, or some dudes were bringing that to the digital world. <laughs> That's awesome. I was, yeah, I was amazed. I was like, that is, uh, I I've, wouldn't have even thought of something like that. So you've really picked up on there really is a big culture out there there's there's so much more i like oh, i'm stuck nice. in my yeah i'm stuck in my little racing channel and um just to flick through like you said flick through the pages of a magazine and just see that there's so much more like you always sort of feel that things like the gran turismo photo side of things was pretty big but i didn't realize that that extended to so many other games and um, but that's it, mate. I mean, I'm a bit of a, a jack of all trades when it comes to gaming. So I'd, I'd spent pretty much all of 2019 playing just GT Sport. That's all I played, just just franchise mode sport. Um, and you you, you realise that there is this kind of this, this really cool like sim racing community of which I think we're all a part of. But then if you start going kind of you, you scratch below the surface, even on the GT Sport stuff, you've got, as you said, you've got your skips, you've got all these photographers, and Instagram is just absolutely littered with great shots where you can't even tell the difference most of the time between what's real and what's not, even when things are side by side. And people take a lot of time to get lighting right and get the effects right. And people have a lot of pride on it. But even if you go into, into lobbies, there's a lot of stuff on the lobbies, uh, which you, you probably wouldn't uh, realize unless you, you kind of, you, you seeked it out. So there's a, there's a drag um, community. There's a drag culture in GE Sport. So people yeah. set up drag races You've got pulls, so especially with uh, like special steer jacks. You've got people who just do, just the run at all speed and then they just do pulls. You've got drifting. Um, there's loads of stuff there. Um, and then my interest started to, to, I guess, to broaden to a lot of different games, even like your need for speed heats and your cruise, your project cars, twos, race room. And although a lot of people are in their kind of smaller little communities, the purpose of digital car culture really was to bring all of that together to show people that's, we are all kind of connected digitally, in a sense. I mean, that, that sounds like I'm being quite grand and philosophical. And that, it wasn't. That was just a good idea for a few beers, if I'm honest. But it does, <laughs> it does still stand. <laughs> it does still stand that. There's a lot of stuff that's going on there. Um, uh, it's amazing yeah. what happens when you have a few beers, man. <laughs> But it also makes so much sense because, as you were saying, the, that experience of flicking through magazines, like I grew up in like the outer suburbs of Melbourne and that sort of like V8 territory. So um, so we're all into big, heavy V8 sort of cars and drag racing is sort oh, of yeah, the, it was your, it was your month, monthly fix, mate, is, to, get, to get the magazine every month. Yeah, it's the go-to, but then like you go into the news agents and there'll be like like what you were saying, the magazines that mean a bit more to you, but we would have sort of Street Machine, which is your V8s, and then we'd have like Fours and Rotaries, which is like the imports. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, um, so you'd see those magazines and then you'd see there's another world in there and then you'd click through that or you'd get a special segment in the magazine and you'd be open to a whole new world of a different style of car and then there's a different thing happening and then... I was like, oh, well, maybe I like imports. And then so you sort of 
seek out those people and then you meet a couple of people and that introduces you to a few more people and then before you know it like yeah i turned in from like a drag person to a like a mountain cruising kind of guy more into my handling cars and oh nice uh, yeah and it was just interesting to flick through your magazine and just see that all that stuff is going on in the digital world as well yeah you do have all those streams and you have yeah, everything that you've said from the car cruisers to the races to the uh the photo guys the guys that are interested in um there was the movie makers i think oh, they the had cinematics. an article movie maker yeah like dudes doing cinematic stuff and when you were just saying about different games there with uh i think crew two got a mention yeah just- and your, your f1 review as well that was a, a good read and i think i think it's good yeah, so- that you're just you're bringing in a lot of uh different sort of uh areas of just sim racing in in general like i think like you were saying like it's just um i mean we we do podcasts we've got youtube channels um it just seems to be the norm these days yeah. whereas you, you're really sort of getting a bit of a niche going there i reckon which is um it's a good thing it's and it also sparked my interest in a way that possibly um uh like the crew two thing i was thinking about like if i watched a youtube video and a a a crew two video came up i would probably just skip past that but it was the the article was interesting and tonight i've been thinking about like do i try another game and people that might listen yeah, to try another regularly. game come on mate we, we can't know that i'm absolutely. one game <laughs> we, can't, we can't just keep doing podcasts on gran turismo mate it's just not happening. <laughs> oh, i'm not worried about the podcast things i'm worried about my i'm just a well, gran turismo fanboy. I know you are. I, <laughs> i've got two games that civilization and gran turismo anything <laughs> outside of that i don't know what it is well that's the thing with, i mean with with GT Sport, um, like I said, I sunk about a year into GT Sport, and obviously the, the frustrations that I had, of course, ones that you guys have, have came across as well, just with dirty lobbies and the practice for FIEs, and then uh, you're stuck with somebody who doesn't take it seriously. You can absolutely wreck all of your prep, uh, penalty systems, all that kind of jazz. And although I've got a, a rig and I try to only play games behind the steering wheel, uh, I just thought, you know what, I fancy a more chilled experience, especially a Friday night, a few beers. I still want to be behind my wheel. I'm not going to be able to race. Like, what else is there out there? And you've got your crew twos. You've got your need for speed heats. There's um, there's other games, your open worlders, your Forza Horizons. There's yeah, games where you just yeah. kind of get behind the wheel, have a beer, have a bit of a laugh, slide Chillax. the car around. Yeah, and uh, it, it brings all that kind of love together. Dirt 5, Dirt Valley, all that kind of good stuff. Snowrunner, I don't know if you, if you guys have not played Snowrunner. Snowrunner is phenomenal. Really slow game, which is insanely uh, delightful. I've, I've heard a lot of good things about it. Oh, huh? Man, it's so good. But you've got your Euro Truckers. There's guys on Euro Truck Simulator, an American Truck Simulator, who create these big convoys and drive for hours and hours and hours. Just kind of abiding by the law, yeah, chatting as the goal in huge rigs. <laughs> apart from that, but there is yeah. there's a, a huge, huge, huge world out there, um, and I can't afford to do it in real life, which is why I've done yeah. it all behind the rig. That's that's kind of the, the key to it all. Yeah, well, I can't. I, yeah, I can't uh, recommend having a read enough 
like that really made me want to remap the way that I treat my Friday nights. It was like oh, I've really <laughs> just got to. I really have to find one of these open world games and just like uh, I've got a skyline. And I was like, in the game, I just need to build like my skyline and just like go cruising, like just hit oh, mountains. Yeah, oh, jealousy, man. I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was lucky enough to jump on the uh, jump on before the prices went up. I just oh, had nice. a, I did miss out on a classic Australian car. Um, I had a price set that I would buy this. Well, it's called a VN Group A. I would buy that when it hit twenty thousand Australian dollars, and um, it got down to like twenty one thousand dollars was the cheapest <laughs> I ever saw one for. And then they turned around and went back up. And oh, I was man. like, if I ever find a GDR, um, I can't remember. I think I said fifteen grand. If I ever find a GDR under fifteen grand, I'm buying it. And uh, probably within a month or two, I found one for like fourteen nine ninety or whatever. And so Jeez. I went out and bought it instantly. And by but, um, yeah, R thirty two, yeah, yeah, R thirty two GDR. Oh, man, yeah. nice, <laughs> nice real nice. Yeah, so I was like, "Yep, I'm jumping on that one." I've already missed out once, so I'm not missing out again. And that that would be making your money now. Yeah, I think I think it's currently valued around sixty thousand. So wow! If you so if you need me to uh, drive it while you're um, still <laughs> in New Zealand, just um, I'm happy to happy to warm the engine up for you, mate. Yeah, just. Um, Give it a quick. Uh... Where is it located? <laughs> oh, do you want the address? Uh, yeah, that'd be uh, great. Let me to tell you where I keep the keys. So you could do a um, you could do a, a podcast on wise investments. By the sound of it, there, dude. Uh, yeah, fifty fifty. <laughs> one I missed, one I got. So yeah, it's, um, but yeah, you can you can build that in the crew two or um, need for speed heat, and you can have a ton of fun with a few beers. Just uh, just riding around with your boys, man. And for the this magazine as well, for, as I said, for the magazine, there is a, a huge shout out that I've got to do for your boy and mine, Charlie Rosco. Because he, yeah. cause with issue one, there was also a concept issue, which I launched before that. Um, just to see here, yeah, like, what is the, 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 the software for the magazine? Like, how do you actually use it? I've never done this before. Yeah. Uh, if I create a magazine in this new digital age, <laughs> Will anybody read it? I have absolutely no idea how it will go down. Yep. Um, but Charlie, to, to, to Charlie's credit, I came in with an idea saying, can you can you lay down an interview for us just to, to fill out a few pages, obviously, and uh, yep. with nothing other than uh, an idea on a DM in Discord, he was all in. And then uh, did you read, I don't know whether you got the chance to read his Getting Started in Simrius, and which yeah, he put down in issue one. And it's a really, really good read. He's put a lot of thought and effort into that. Uh, and again, for nothing in return, there's absolutely nothing in return for him. Uh, but he's done a great job. So it is a big, big thank you and shout out to Charlie Voskos. So if you don't know him, go on, go and seek him out. He's a good guy. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll have some links down for for Charlie as well. And I mean, that's um, that's just a credit to the sim community. I think, like, I mean, there is a lot of toxic sort of stuff out there that we try and stay away from. But it's it's bloody good when you can just send a message to somebody. And they're willing to help out with no strings attached, um, especially on something like this, because like I said, we haven't seen anything like this sort of hit the traps. And um, I really, really hope people can get on board and, you know, 
get onto your Discord and yes. and start learning how to read again because we're all a bit <laughs> we're all a bit dumb now. I think <laughs> it's just watching stuff all the time. <laughs> and that's it. I mean, it, it's trying to to create a bit of a blend. So when, when sometimes I read through magazines, especially like the the older ones. And yeah, you might read some stuff. You might just look at the pictures. Are the pictures nice and pretty and the eye catching? So what I'm trying to do with the design of the magazine is to is to solve both of those things. So yeah, you might not be massive in the need for speed heat, but you'll you'll appreciate the pictures. And if it does catch you, then obviously there's an article to read as well. You might just flick through to what's interesting you read through, which might be the sim zone and all that kind of good stuff. But it does come to a, a, a big credit for the guys who have who've supported in their time. Another one's Jack McKenzie as well, who's from your neck of the woods, actually. He's in New Zealand. Um, and he's... The, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, he's going to be a, a a real motorsport journalist in the future. He's uh, he's phenomenal. He's got his own channel called Triple Crown Racing, and he does real-life um, news reports and updates at a really, really high level of quality as well, which he does. And I reached out to him early doors when I was thinking about the idea of the magazine along with Charlie. Uh, see how do you fancy doing some reviews? And he came straight in with Project Cars Three, and he's the, done the F1 2020. Um, and in the future, he's going to be doing. Um, he's going to review live events. So the the Sim Grid. Uh, I don't know if you've heard the Sim Grid, but they're a big set of course yeah, yeah. community. Um, I'm so I'm in talks with those guys as well about doing a feature with those. Um, and, oh, awesome. and Jack. Yeah, yeah. So so David Perel. I mean, he's a he's a ledge. In, in our culture, really, because he's such an ambassador for sim racing and, and drives uh, and races in real life. But also, super approachable guy. <laughs> really approachable. Uh, he sent him a message and he was straight back in touch to talk about it. So that's how I came across the sim grid. And they do some really, really cool high-level events, which we're going to start to feature. Jack's going to review them and he's going to report on them, um, as you would on any other kind of motorsport. So, so, so Jack McKenzie as well is another guy I need to give a shout out to because he's been a big a big supporter yeah the, yeah that sounds so good we were lucky enough to do a an event with uh perel um via thanks um, to uh Kevin. rascal yeah. kev yeah nice. and that was yeah such a nice bloke we had a just a just a social racing session with him and yeah so just it's such a top bloke you could just chat to him and it was just yeah you wouldn't know you were <clears throat> You know what I mean? Like he's just a regular bloke having a yeah, chat, yeah. and so um, just so refreshing, um, and yeah, so positive about the sim racing community as well. He is, and yeah, like you said, just a real, just a real ambassador. So um, yeah, we'll have to look uh, Jack up. I, that's that's a new name for me. So that's uh, Jack up. That's yeah, that's what this is about: meeting new people and <laughs> nice. finding new people. So. So what are you? Uh, what are you mostly sort of playing uh, at the moment, Colin? Well, um, the game. I did, well, I, I did drop uh, a, a bit of cash on the amplified amplified version of Dirt Five, which launched what about a month ago. So yeah, I'm, I got that I'm, one too. Yeah, I'm seeing. <laughs> Hello. Yep, I've still got you. I've still got you. Still there? Yeah. Um. So I'm thinking the. I think a bit of time in that you. one. I was going to say that looks like it's flatlining on my side. Flatline. Flatline. <laughs> All right, I will stop because we can. All right, we're away again. All right. We're away. We're away. So what, what am I playing at the moment? So, yeah, I just dropped 
spending money on the amplified version of Dirt 5. Uh, so spend a bit of time on that. Uh, and then, yeah, it's it's a bit of everything, if I'm honest with you. A bit of the Crew 2, a bit of Snow Runner, a bit of Need for Speed Heat. Uh, there's, there's nothing I'm sinking like all of my time. It just depends on how I feel on the deal, really. I need to get back to track racing because although it was, um, I did spend a lot of time on GT Sport and I've drifted away from it, you always get that that itch to be back on track. So there's yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely a, a bit more GT Sport to be done. But following reading Charlie's article around getting into sim racing and my downloaded race room, which is free uh, yeah, for yeah. five tracks, five cars, it's free. Decent physics, so I'm having a little blast on that. That's, that's pretty decent. Um, but one of the things I think I might have to get in the future is in our second issue, we're covering a little bit of Carvex Drift, and that looks uh, like a load of fun. A, load of fun. a little bit about that, yeah. Yeah, that is getting pushed heavily by my friends group uh, oh, outside it? of sim racing. Yeah, like I've got at least half a dozen friends that are like, oh, dude, you've got to, like, ditch that and come over to drifting. Come over and start drifting with us. Oh, man. And it's oh, like, terrible oh, drifting. Should I, should I'd have I... to do that on controller, but I can't do it on a but wheel. But they reckon it's steering wheel is where it's at. They reckon yeah. the, uh, the the stories I'm hearing is that's the it's the next thing that's going to blow. Um, yeah, they reckon the, the looks, the way that the car's handled is, like, spot on. This is what I'm told. I haven't had a go yet. We're gonna um, we're gonna have pro drift series yeah. cranking along, mate. Soon esports. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently they're all jumping in rooms and doing team tandems and team drifting and seeing if they can all run door to door. And apparently it's um, yeah. Apparently a it's difficult. B it's fairly realistic. And uh, uh, apparently the mods and the looks of the cars are getting pretty serious too. So you can. Make it look like a full drift pig, and uh, is this more stuff I have to buy? So I've got to get a P. I've got to get a PC next because I'm I'm having withdrawals from ACC and and Joe and uh, phone on now playing yeah. on the PC. Yeah, because the the PS4 version just doesn't cut it, unfortunately. Mm. I've always said I'd be the last guy playing GT Sport. And I'm gonna you will be. be. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you become the champion <laughs> of the world. That's what I'm, that's what I'm gonna go world champion, mate. One yeah. and one. I have to be no one. Have your own world tour. Just you, mate. Time trial. Yeah. <laughs> 20, 20, 30 GT Sport World Champion. Heard it here first. <laughs> but yeah, Kyx Drift. I think that's gonna be one that I, I, I need to pick up. It's um it's getting some a lot of love out there so and it, as you said it's meant to be very very good on the wheel so most games if you're going to, to drift and it's, it's you, you, you tend to think oh, I'll, I'll stick the joy pad on but and uh, not with this it's all about the wheel so that's a one that's kind of right in my wheelhouse at the moment yep yeah that's what i'm hearing too like just mm. yeah and door-to-door door-to-door slamming too so you can like get up on them and touch their doors and you can yeah. feel it all and it's like Someone has put a lot of time in it. Yeah, your, your sim rig. Yep. <laughs> yeah, hey. Give it the wave. Get a smoke machine in your room and fans and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Do some. Sw- I wonder if Mad Mike's on there. He's a uh, bit of a local legend out here in NZ. So. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Nah, not at all. So you're thinking that could be the next game on the cards? 
I think it's going to be. I think it will be. I think it's going to have to be. Yeah. It looks so honestly. It looks so good. I follow a few guys on a uh, on Twitch who stream it, so it's been in me uh, me head for a while. So I asked somebody who I I know has been playing it recently to do a feature for us for the next issue, um, and then uh, seeing that feature come back in, I'm a bit read through. It's like oh, yeah, that's where it's at. It's not it's not particularly expensive. I don't think either. I think it's it's relatively cheap, digital copy only. Um, yeah, but I always see that, and that's the thing. I, I, I tend to to want to do some um, like streets and pools. I want to do a bit of drifting. I want to do a bit of track racing. So it, it's really trying to find the kind of the ideal games for each of the different categories that I'm that I'm kind of right into. Never ever become an expert in any of them. No, it was right at the right at the bottom. But it's just yeah. a bit of having fun, man. A bit of having fun. Oh, well, that, that's what yeah, it's I was going to say. That's for, isn't it? Been able to play as many as possible. I mean, that's my motto. Anything with wheels, mate, I'll give it a go. I don't. I mean, I bought bloody monster trucks on PS4, and I mean that's the worst game I've ever played. But I still sat there and loved every minute of it. <laughs> so maybe you should do a feature for that. Monster truck. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, Ferbs is your do band. Get, get yeah, don't do a feature on that, mate. It'll be like two lines. <laughs> save, save your yeah. money. Yeah, do not buy. I, I play the games that people shouldn't buy, mate. Well, that, that, that's the that's your angle, then. There's the angle. There's a, a monthly feature in there. Firm's yeah, game is not a buy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Firm's game of the month that you shouldn't so, have bought. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got a few. Yeah, I've got a... I've got a good drift one that I played, mate. I think what it cost me nine dollars on the PlayStation Network. It was terrible. <laughs> I think I think we found your call card there, Mister Ferbs. If we don't oh, see the article in future yeah. episodes, I'm going to be extremely disappointed. Oh, well, so so the uh, the issue releases is that sort of going to be a monthly thing or a, or a yeah. done when it's done kind of thing or uh, I, I, the for the concept issue was just kind of a done when it's done. I was just like messing about on a night. Um, yep. And then, and like I said, I didn't realize, I didn't think anybody would, I, didn't, I thought people would like it because it's quite niche. I didn't know whether anybody would actually read it. So once I, I, I put the concept issue out, uh, and then I'd commit, I got some, I got some phenomenal feedback. I really did. People just absolutely loved the idea, the concept, the design. Uh, as you said, nobody's doing this at the minute. Uh, so I was straight into issue one. And then with issue one, I thought it's got to be a monthly, and I've got to set deadlines. So a, in real life, I'm a project manager. So a lot of this kind of stuff comes natural to us, as in being able to plot for your month ahead, where do you want to be, what's your steps backwards. So it, it becomes quite natural to me to be able to kind of um, to create a magazine, also getting people into support and to delegate and all that kind of jazz. That, that's part of what I do in real life as well. So it's got to be a monthly, but with a monthly and with it being twice the size of what the concept is, uh, yep. Came with a bit of a bit of stress, to be honest, a bit of extra work. I, I stopped streaming, so I've not streamed for a few weeks now because of the, the the work you have to put in the magazine. But from what it's clearly still like, obviously a hobby, it does feel as if in a if I fast forward a year's time, it could be pretty big. It could really be pretty big. It's it's about the the issue is trying to crack distribution. I think the the content, the look, the feel, and that will evolve. So I think every time we drop a new issue. Um, we'll get feedback back as we do. I think maybe we tweak this, maybe we change that. I could do with this type of uh, of a look, um, and that will just naturally evolve. Um, but cracking distribution in a digital world is is really really tough because there's just so much content out there, and I'm trying to put in front of people um, a magazine 
a digital magazine when people are, are used to watching videos and 30 second TikToks and all that kind of jazz, that instant yeah. gratification. And I'm trying to say, hold on, sit back, relax, and read a magazine on your phone. It's it's a hard thing to crack, but once people do, they, they seem to really, really enjoy what we're putting out there. Yeah. So once so you Colin, make it have it. Colin, what's the um, sort of outlets for you for getting the uh, magazine sort of out? Like what? What sort of avenues are there? I mean, because with podcasts, it's you know we can put it on Spotify, etc. What options do you have to to be able to grow it more? Yeah, but not many, unfortunately. So the the key one is is socials. So what you do, what you do with it with a magazine is you need to really grow from a, um, a solid platform and base, and that platform and base needs to be your own. So it needs to be either a website or it needs to be an app. So if you look at all the other even like huge successful magazines that all kind of root back to a, a single location and not like um, a general platform like a like a Spotify or a SoundCloud or what you can do with with audio. It all normally comes back to a single single piece. So for a lot of magazines, okay. it comes back to like a website, great magazines who own all the magazines that's in there, or um, it could be on Kindle. So it could be through Amazon, but then you restrict to where else you can put it if you put it through Amazon. So the, the way that I'm tackling distribution is is through our grassroots culture and using things like um, Discord. So I, I, I've been in this kind of, in these communities for a good couple of years in tons and tons of different communities with tons and tons of different types of games as well. Cause that's what I'm interested in. So it's about trying to to create um, relationships in these networks, uh, and then through that, when you drop something into a Discord, then people are going to hopefully click on it. There's, there's that, there's Instagram and there's Twitter, which digital card culture is only just grown now. It's, it's really, really small numbers. And then the kind of the, the, the wastelands and the Wild West, which is Reddit. So Reddit is a, a strange one. Every, every game has got a passionate Reddit page with, with thousands and thousands of people in there. And when you drop something in, you don't know whether it's going to go well or, or you're going to get a ton yeah. of hate because there is some hate in the Reddit world. Absolute yeah. hate. So that's where the cool kids hang out, mate. <laughs> that's, that's too much. That's Reddit. Reddit's too much for me, man. I don't understand it. But, but you get you, you, you can get some eyeballs, but it all has to point to your kind of your base, which is the website. So I'm going to plug the website right now, which is www.digitalcarculture.com. So if you go along there and you click subscribe, then you'll be on the mailing list, and then every time an issue drops then that will get sent straight to your, to your inbox. And it's about building that subscriber list. Once you build up your base, you, you know that there's people – oh, well, thank you very much, dude. You know that there's people who are interested in it. You know that it's going to have a, a, a high click response rate. And then what you've got to do on top of that is just keep on building through the usual channels. And what I think it'll be is I think there might be six, seven, maybe eight months of just relatively modest growth. But I think it, there'll be a point which it gets to when it becomes runaway and it just it starts to take off, like exponential growth based upon, I don't know, getting the right article or the right person involved to support or whatever. So it's it's hard. It really is hard. And the numbers are modest, but the feedback has been, um, has been phenomenal. So you, you've got to then challenge yourself to, to make sure that you, it's not just replicating every month because people get bored. You need to make sure that the, it, it, it evolves and the visuals become better and tighter and, and varied. So that's what it's all about, really. 
Yeah, well, yeah, well, definitely. I was on the subscribe list, and um, that was um, <clears throat> important for me to get to talk to you, like so that we could share. You know, thank you like, so much, man. That means a lot. Um, means a lot. Yeah, it's just uh, like this whole community. It's um, sometimes there's a bit of butting heads between a, a few of the people, and trying to break down some of those walls is sometimes difficult. Um, yeah, it was... that's another good point as well, Paul, because that, that's what you find if if you're a content creator. So if you're doing um, YouTube or Twitch, I feel the Twitch community is is a bit better than the YouTube one with regards to supporting each other. I do feel there's a lot of support in Twitch, but you're right. Everybody's kind of um, everybody is is trying to grab the eyeballs. The difference with a magazine is that the, the content of it is the community's content. It's not mine. So you don't pay for the magazine. There's no commercials involved. The stuff that's in it hopefully drives people to those people who are creating the content. So you Charlie Roscoe's, hopefully Charlie gets a few eyeballs because of that, which means that, especially in the Discord, um, what I do in the Discord is um, if there's a cool event on that I see, I advertise it just because the community may be interested in watching so it, it turns that kind of relationship around as, as being more community-centered, like by the community, for the community. And that's cheesy. That is cheesy. But it is <laughs> I'm not trying to no. kind of hoard all these eyeballs from my own. I'm trying to push all this stuff out so that the community enjoys it. And then once a month, they come back to the magazine to see what else is going on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's how, I mean, that's how it should should work, you know, scratch scratch each other's backs, I, I guess you could say. Um, Absolutely. I think people's egos just need to be put aside, and I mean, like like you said, you know, there's you could put up a link to someone that people have never heard of, and they have a click, and whether it be a magazine, podcast, video, whatever, and people could end up enjoying that. Absolutely, I mean, that's, that's what it's all about, man. Just getting information out. I reckon on I love we love sim racing. I mean, this is why we do the podcast and because we like to just dribble shit anyway and <laughs> if uh if one person listens to it we we don't care i mean we're just we're having a good time just doing this and probably going to be the same for you colin like you know just keep working at it mate we're on board with you mate we'll oh, nice we'll, one. we'll plug the crap out of it for you mate <laughs> cheers boys yeah. cheers boys that's what i like to hear that's what I was saying, uh, or what I was trying to lead to earlier. Sometimes you don't know what you don't know. Like, so when you read those articles, and you might read it because you're into this part of sim racing, and then you flick a few pages down and you see something else, like what I was saying about that Heat 2 stuff earlier. It's like, whoa, that's there's a whole side of this area that I didn't know before. And then, and that might take you to the next level. That might yeah. be the thing that you're looking for. That's or it could lead you down a, a dark hole, mate. I mean, if you, if you do, <laughs> if, you, say, my- if you do remember, mate, for some reason, uh, a lobby night with a few of the fellas, we did end up in a lobby in GT Sport playing cops and robbers, and I yeah. didn't know what the hell was going on. No, I didn't know. I didn't know why this was happening. <laughs> you just got to run with it, though, because I had you know. to go with it. Had to go with it. Had to pull some people over. <laughs> oh. I want my I want my time back. That's all. <laughs> no, but that was like that's what I mean. That's off the cuff. That's you, you don't know what's going to happen, okay. and that is the communities that are out there. And the yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Just games and gaming, mate. It's um, yeah. Uh, well, I remember the parents. 
yeah what's that what's that what's uh what's playing that game going to lead your life to as well <laughs> uh it's a, it's a lot more interesting than life i could have lived that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> oh mate just gets better inks just gets better buddy <laughs> don't even start me G- gt7 mate you'll be right gt7 right. i'm coming for you what if i stop doing time attack mate that would be outrageous. Oh, it would just open up a whole new world for you, mate. What, you you, what happens if you actually pushed eject on your PS4 I, and I, inserted another disc in there? I assume the eject button doesn't work, mate. <laughs> like, I don't think it's ever been trialed. Like, <laughs> we might have to um, might have to test that button. Well, you need to you keep reading this magazine, mate, so you can you know get sucked into playing some other games. So hey, hey. I've I almost got Gran Turismo one running tonight, mate. So don't worry about it. Yeah, but it's, wow. but it's still, it still says Gran Turismo in the name, mate. We need to get you out of Gran Turismo. <laughs> Needs something. I've played Forza once. <laughs> <laughs> Great game. Life on the edge. Yeah, oh, mate, mate. Yeah, like getting the Xbox into a PlayStation household, mate. You, you know how hard that is. <laughs> Walking in with a white box when it's a black box sort of yeah. house. Got to have them all, mate. Mm. Looks like pretty. Pokemon, mate. Collect yeah. it all. Got to collect them all. Yeah, well, that's sounding a lot like we're turning to dribble. So <laughs> <laughs> we do. So uh, plug plug away, uh, Colin. Any any other people we need to check out? I'm, I'm going to make sure that we put uh, links down the bottom anyway, so people can find you and your great magazine which yeah, i'm going to look forward to reading every month so um plug away mate and cheers get man. Some, it's a, yeah it's a, definitely check out some um early supporters as in charlie roscoe and jack mckenzie they've put in a lot of time and effort into making this kind of beer fueled thought into something which is dropping into people's inboxes for with no ask back. I mean, that is, that, that's, the key, that's the key there. They didn't ask for anything in return. They just got straight on board. So a big, big thanks to those two guys. And, and for the plug for the magazine, it is a monthly magazine. It covers, um, maybe should have started with, but it, it covers all uh, racing and driving, games and sims, every part of the, the universe. If you, can, if you can drive it, then we're into it. That's, that's what it's all about. And there's some stuff in there you're going to love. There's some stuff in there you're not going to be so interested in, and there's some stuff in there that you're going to find for the very first time, and it might take you down that, kind of that, that, that rabbit hole. But if you want to get this as it drops each month at the end of each month, then visit www.digitalcarculture.com, sign up and subscribe. And if you want to be involved in, as well, this is the key one, because as I said, this is a community-driven kind of project. I'm always looking for um, people to contribute. So whether that is photographers or cinematographers, if this is people who want to write articles or reviews, if this is people who are doing uh, something a little bit weird, a little bit wacky, a little bit different, like your, your cops and robbers guys out there, and it should be featured, <laughs> then, get, then get, get, in, in get in there. Get in there. Get, get in there. And um, but, but put a feature in. There's, there's so much to cover. And the best way to do that is you can do it through the website. Um, but if you get into a magazine, there'll be a link to our Discord and that's where all the action happens. That's where people are chatting and, and, and talking about thoughts and ideas and ways to, to move forward. So get involved as well. And I really mean that. I really need people because it is a community-driven thing. I need people to, to get involved and do some writing because I cannot write at all. I'm more of a pictures person. So I like to do the front page and the back pages. That's it. The rest of it has to come from the community. So 
get involved, please. I'm awesome. definitely going to put the pressure on Furby. I definitely want no, to stop it. Racing games, <laughs> racing <laughs> games you don't need to buy. Racing <laughs> games you don't need to buy. So every one, one game a month that no <laughs> one needs to buy. You would only need one paragraph, surely. <laughs> surely one yeah, paragraph's not too just much. Just a little box, box in the corner. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Games you don't need to buy this month, bag. <laughs> Let's do that then. Let's do that for issue two, Furby. I, I so right, want you, that to happen. If you, that's not in the next episode, said, we're not doing this right. You said you send me uh you send me some messages, mate. We'll chat after uh yeah, we'll do it, we'll, we'll, we'll get it we'll get it going for sure. But uh thank you so much for coming on, dude. We really appreciate it, man. Appreciate glad it. glad Inks Inks found you. Appreciate your time for uh, having a chat. And um, anything else you want to add, inks or or no, comment? Just make sure you hit that website, hit the subscribe button, and read it all. Yeah, thanks for having us on, boys. It's been a blast. Thank you, and no doubt you'll be looking at what 12, 12 o'clock is it? Midnight coming up for you guys. You'll be wanting to hit uh, the heat. Yes, that's only ten o'clock for me, mate. That's oh, is it? I was going to say the nightclubs are just opening, mate, so it's time to turn around and go back out. <laughs> well, enjoy that, pal. Have a good week, uh, enjoy, enjoy your day at work. The future is pretty awesome. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. Take care. Catch you, mate. I'd see you, lads.